0: Welcome to the first episode of the Lions Leadership Lounge. I am one of your hosts, Bailey Piku, a Tier 3 Engagement Ambassador for the Office for Student Engagement and Chief of Staff for the Student Government Association. Your other host is Erin Brannigan, she is a graduate assistant for the Office for Student Engagement. We are both so excited to kick off this amazing podcast series provided by the Office for Student Engagement that will help all of us grow as leaders. For our first episode, we're going to be talking about self-care and the importance of utilizing it as a leadership tool. We will also be giving you tips and tricks on how to manage your eBoard. So, let's jump right in.
1: Hi, my name is Erin Branigan. I'm a graduate assistant at the Office for Student Engagement. I'm very excited for these two guest speakers here. I'll let them do their introductions real quick. I'm Maj Norman, uh, Engagement
2: Ambassador 2 for the Office of Student Engagement.
1: Hi, and I'm Courtney Harris, an Engagement
3: Ambassador 3 for the Office of Student Engagement.
1: Alright, so we're going to begin with our questions on self-care. So ladies, what are some ways you set boundaries in your own life? One way that I set boundaries in my own life was just allowing
2: the other person to know when I would like to receive work emails and texts, and then after those hours, I would just like to be left alone for the night so I could get... <laughs> Uh, My other homework done and just
3: other assignments that I do have. I agree with my Jay as well. Um, I think it is important to set boundaries, and basically everything that she said is what I would pretty much do.
1: All right, now next question. Let's see. So again, you set these boundaries, and why do you feel it's important to set these boundaries, or you know, how do they benefit you?
3: Um, well, for me, this is Courtney once again, um, for me, I think mm-hmm. boundaries are important um, because you don't want to become overwhelmed and stressed, mm-hmm. especially for my overthinkers out there, including myself. <laughs> it, um, it can become a little frustrating whenever you have too much going on, and I just believe that you have to set them in place just for self, just so you will have a nice balance in life. I agree with Courtney. I also believe
2: setting boundaries is important just so you have time to just take care of yourself like mentally and physically because after a while a lot of things do get overwhelming and you just need a break to allow yourself to you know just release all those things.
1: So a lot of things people have been using are self-reflect, reflecting on their day, anything. So how do you self-reflect or how can other students practice self-reflect?
2: Um, the way I self-reflect, I just look at what I've done for the day and think about like what I can do to be a better me and what I can do to just have better time management if I didn't practice time management that day and just go over the things that can help me be better for tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Once again, <laughs> <laughs> my Jay has pretty much taken what I was going to say, but um, I am big on self-reflection. I do it all of the time. I think it's very necessary to do. Not only for self, but for others. So, the way that I operate is that I ask myself questions, like she said, time management, you know, prioritizing things with that such. But I do all of that so that I can be a better me to help others be a better them. So, that's always my goal and focus. And I'm big on growth as well. So, I think it's important for growth.
1: Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, you just
0: sit back and you're like hmm how did I do today (laughs)
1: Yes,
3: and it also goes into like situations it can be you know relationship it could be friendships anything of that sort it's like okay if there's a problem or a situation I kind of think of the way that the situation may have went or you know just the things that that took place and I just say okay well let me put myself in their shoes and that's what anything it could even be with a professor Like, okay, I might need, you know, a little extra time on this assignment, but I have to take their responsibility and their ownership of knowing I knew this ahead of time. (laughs) So it can, you know, it goes into many different aspects with self-reflecting.
1: Oh, yeah. So I know that both of y'all are very busy people. Yes. (laughs) Always moving around. Always. (laughs) So... Why is time management so important? Because I know, Courtney, you just brought that up, time management. Why is it so important to you guys? Uh,
3: okay, well, for me, I have to, like, time everything out. I'm a person who overworked myself. <laughs> and by me overworking myself, um, I'm also a person who could possibly become forgetful hmm. because I overwork myself and because I do so much. So I think that just managing your time, like my Jay said earlier, goes into the mental and the physical. You know, you have to make sure that you're whole so that all of the things that you need to do can be completed.
1: So what do y'all I mean, people use different things. In y'all opinion, what do y'all like to use? Like use planners, your phone? Um,
2: I have a schedule. Of everything my work schedule my eboard schedules meetings all that on my phone calendar and it just allows me to know what I'm supposed to be doing at this time and that time even though I probably don't follow it strictly but I get all those tasks <laughs> done in
3: that day so it's just about prioritizing things mm. um, well I'm kind of the opposite for my J I'm a old school I'm a pen and paper kind of girl so um, I have a planner I make my own to-do list. I make them weekly, and I also make them monthly. Mm. I used to be really, really good to where I would uh, finish assignments like two weeks early yeah. because I would plan out the month, the weekend of the month. Crazy. Don't. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best option, but, um, yeah, so, yeah, I just write on my to-do list every day. Like she said, work, personal, if I have something to do for any organization that I'm in, just making those to-do lists and just crossing them out throughout the day.
1: It feels so good when you cross out a task. Yes, okay. Okay. yes, especially when
3: you have a long list. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I am with you guys on that. <laughs> so, for someone who isn't, let's say, the best at time management, constantly struggling with things like that, do y'all have any like quick? T- I mean, you already answered, but do y'all have any quick tips? Um, I would say
3: prioritizing. Um, I feel like I'm a okay. I'm a I'm gonna put it this way it's okay to have a lot of things on your plate as long as you know how to delegate them. Mm -hmm. As long as you know how to say, okay, the plate is so full, things are falling off of it. But that's okay. I'm acknowledging it, but what am I going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, so don't just, I guess, just not becoming too overwhelmed and too stressed by it. So I would just say prioritizing and just that's really the, the top key factor in my opinion. Um, but even if you're just not the best of the best, start small, the to-do yeah. list, mm-hmm. you know, or like a checklist or little things like that. Even when it comes to just self-motivating, you know, like write little affirmations around and things of like that such will boost you and give you that confidence and that extra oomph <laughs> that you may need yeah. to say, okay, I'm stressed out. I'm all over the place. But, oh, I did write a quote, you know, mm-hmm. on my sticky note that I'm going to make tomorrow better than today was or whatever the case may be. Anything. Mm-hmm. So that could push you like, okay, let me get in the right mindset. You know, let me prioritize. Let me, you know, come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, just
2: to pick it back off of the checklist that Courtney said, I 100% agree with that because with the checklist, you could put whatever is most important for you that day at the very top of the list, and from there, the very least important thing that you need to do should be at the bottom. So, it's, as much as you check off the list, everything that's very much important, like, that's due the next day, should be done in the first first thing that should be checked off. So, that's why I feel like the list is, like, the very, like, yeah.
1: like top more important. Key. Yeah, exactly,
3: yeah.
1: Okay. So the next question is something uh, I personally struggle with, so I always love to hear people's input. So how do you tell someone no? Okay.
3: So I'm going to start this one off. (laughs) But um, I will say, personally, I've had to learn how to tell people no. And I had to learn how to be okay with telling people no. You know, it's not, I used to take it so personal. I used to feel bad. I used to be like, well, they came to me for a reason, so they must really, really need my help. When in actuality, it's like, yes, that's the case, but it's causing me stress. You know, it's becoming more of like a burden or a hindrance to my schedule, my life, and just my peace. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like, if I can do it, I'm all in. But I had to learn how to say, you know no, I can't, you know, I'm so sorry, but I I can't do it. You know, I have other things going on. If I had time, I would, you know, so just come up with something like that. But it is okay to say no. I will say that. Yeah, um,
2: I totally agree with Courtney because I, too, have problems telling people no. I like to just say yeah to everything because I do have the time sometimes. But after a while, it's just like saying yes to everything will just drain you. And mm-hmm. one way that I did start saying that, I just like, no, you know, I do have homework to do. And it's just like, I've been helping you this whole time. You can pick somebody else, you know, that's at work or on the e if that is the case. You know, so just let people know what you're going through. Just like communicate with them effectively. Be transparent, and they should understand. And if they don't, then, you know, that's okay. Key word. It's okay.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, too. <laughs> All right, so... Big thing is being a leader in an organization or being just a leader on campus. Why does a leader need a why? I
2: can go first.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as if you need a why being a
2: leader because it motivates you every day to just get up and continue to do what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, I love just helping organizations that I'm in and just doing the things that I love with the organizations. Yeah, I... I really can't explain it because my, I don't really even have a why. I just, I'm driven by being able to help others plan events and just being able to coordinate with other people. That's your why. Oh, <laughs> then, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's but your why. you know, I just love doing what I do. So that just helps me stay motivated and staying float with everything. You know, things do get stressful, but if you have your why, it helps you, you know, realize the bigger purpose.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I feel like before you try to find out your why as a leader, you have to know your why for self, which of course goes back to our whole, you know, self-care and self-reflection thing. But to me, I have to know my purpose. I have to set a purpose. So I have to literally have a purpose or a meaning or something, you know, a reason behind what I'm doing so that I can make sure that I stay on top of myself to do it. So, when it comes to being a leader and taking it in that aspect, I feel like, like what my Jay said, it's, when you know your why as a person, it's great. But when you know your why as a leader, it's more of like an honor Mm -hmm. type of thing. And at the same token, it feels good to know that I know my why, I know my purpose, I'm here for a reason, I've been put in this position for a reason, so let me help. You know, let me let me give what I have so that just anything, an event, um, organization, you know, fundraiser, whatever the case may be, can be the best that it can be. So I think yeah, I think I think it's real important because if you are in an organization and let's say the e board of people who are leading the organization don't have a why, I feel like goals aren't accomplished. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the overall thing in life is to accomplish goals and to grow. You know, so you have to know your why so that you can grow and make sure that you're prospering the way you're supposed
1: to. Yeah, you can't forget the why. Yeah. Or it's like, why, why am I doing this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, final question before we go. Uh, I just want to hear, it. what is y'all's favorite self-care? Like, what do you do when you've had a stressful day? And, you know, why is it important to you? Um, it depends. Like, if it was just a real stressful day, like I'm
2: drained, I usually just take a hot bath, you know, do my exfoliation routine, (laughs) and then go lay down in bed, watch TikToks or Netflix. But if it's just like a day where I just had a bad day with everything, you know, things just wasn't going right. I'll just probably hang with some friends, eat food, just talk out my problems that happen, you know, and see what I can do better about it.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, I do that as well. I'm big on relaxing. (laughs) So I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, I've had a stressful day. Once I vent about it or really, really rant (laughs) to, like, my mom or someone, um, after that I try to let it go because I'm a person, because I'm passionate about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I tend to hold on to things, not in a – Better way, but in like a, oh, I just hate it happening this way, and mm-hmm. I, I dwell on things. Yeah, I really do. And um, it's you know it's a learning process, but <laughs> um, I'm big on that. Yes, doing something that's relaxing, anything that's peaceful. I paint. I may dance. I may listen to music. I honestly may just sit in the room, quiet, nothing. After taking a hot bath, or I might go get some ice cream, or so anything that brings you that peace. I say do it. Mm-hmm. So to me that's 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 what self care is. Mm-hmm. Doing what works for you. Because what works for you works for you. It might not work for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but yes. That's what I do. What do you do for self care, Erin? <laughs>
1: I mean, I am very similar to you guys and I have to admit I sometimes forget my self care. And do. then that's when things don't go up. <laughs> but I enjoy taking my dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. Or, again, I just like getting comfy in my bed and yeah. getting snacks. I love popcorn. Yes. And putting it on, like, Netflix. I, I have, comf- like, shows that I watch over and over again. Because oh, I'm like, yeah. it makes me happy. I know what's yes. going to happen. I don't like surprises, mm-hmm. especially after a long day. Right. I'm like, I'm going to sit there and watch Gilmore Girls.
3: <laughs> something that's soothing to yeah. the mind. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I want to ask something just about... Self-care, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but um, I do want to say to our listeners, you know, the people that are tuning in, um, self-care is, like, major. And I would say from personal experience, um, I can agree with you, Erin, in the sense I I have a tendency of not taking out time for myself, mm-hmm. not giving myself that time for self-care. And um, that can be pretty overwhelming. It can be frustrating. It can be an emotional process that could possibly be, you know, it's like unnecessary if you just set that time. And so it goes back into boundaries. Yeah. You know, all of it really flows together. So it's like if I if I set boundaries throughout my week, if I time manage, if I prioritize, I know that for like I know for a fact that okay, the weekend, I'm free. Sundays are my self-care days. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I don't <laughs> want to do homework. I don't want to do anything. But, you know, what pops in my mind at the moment? Mm-hmm. You know, so I will say it's, it's, very, it's very necessary because if not, you could possibly lose yourself mm-hmm. and you could become a person that's doing. Just doing and not actually enjoying what you're doing. Not taking in those moments, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I just want to add that. So yeah, it's important. If you don't have time, make time. Yeah. I will say that.
1: All right, thank you ladies. That was really insightful. Now you can't focus on yourself if you're over here worrying about your e or whether or not they're getting their things done. So today we've invited Michaela Taylor, president of the Black Student Union, to talk about ways she manages her e-board. All right. So, Michaela, do you want to introduce yourself? Um. Hi, I'm Michaela.
4: Um. I'm a senior biological science major with a minor in sociology. Okay. Are you excited? <laughs> Yes, I am to discuss about, you know, e-board and things like that.
1: Yeah. So I know your organization is doing really great. Uh, So I just have a few questions for you on, you know, what you find is helpful. Uh, So let's begin. So in your opinion, what do you believe your e-board is responsible for? Or how should they help you as the president?
3: Um,
4: I feel that the executive board is there to execute and basically add to your organization Um, The executive board is also responsible for making sure that things are running smoothly for the organization. Um, I feel that the e-board should help the president in any possible way. Um, The president is not the only person and cannot run the organization by themselves. So I feel that the e-board members, if they see something, they should help and just, you know, be there to assist as much as possible.
1: Yeah, that would be a lot of work for you. (laughs) You're a busy person. All right, so how often in general would you say you communicate with your e-board or like, how do you keep the communication so consistent?
4: Um, I am always in constant contact with my executive board, sometimes multiple times a day. I feel that you should let them have a voice in any decision of the organization that's being made. Um, I feel that you should use the type of communication that is most effective and useful, useful for them If most people on your eboard uses email most of the time maybe emails are most effective for that organization for my executive board um text message text messages are most effective so we have a group message that we use
1: Hmm. You use like the group me app or y'all just do the. we have a
4: regular text message that includes our advisor as well
1: oh that's smart so that they can know what's going on yes that's good um so you know we're at this time with covid and everything some organizations or even myself, I'm struggling myself to stay motivated and interested, and I know eBoard members have a lot going on, so how are some ways you keep your eBoard members just motivated and interested in helping the organization?
4: Um, I keep my executive board motivated and interested by letting them always use their voice and I feel that we all have different views on how things should be and I feel that everyone's opinion does matter and we should let them use their voice as well.
1: So do you ever have any e-board members that are maybe struggling and if they are struggling how do you like help keep them motivated or get them right back on track?
4: Um, If I see something's going on with any of my executive board members, I reach out to them. Um, The other day, one of my e-board members was having a little issue, and I made sure that I talked to them, communicated with them. If something's going on, just let me know. I'm a very transparent person, Mm -hmm. and just let me know, and we'll figure it out. We'll work it out together.
1: Yeah, that's really smart. So what are some tips for organizations who may be struggling with electing or keeping these e-board members or even just getting the minimum e-board members?
3: Um,
4: As an executive board member, I feel like you should figure out what is and what isn't working for your organization. If something isn't working, change it. Just because this is something that has been going on for like in your organization for a while that doesn't mean that it has to stay like that um times change the people that come through your organization may change as well so you just have to figure out what works and what doesn't
1: now do you feel your organization have they had any issues with um keeping board with covid and everything or did y'all have to make any adjustments
4: um yes during um, last semester before I was elected as president, we did have a few changes within our executive board. Um, we did struggle to get e-board members as well because a lot of people didn't even know about the organization. So we just had to make the changes, switch it around, and just make it work until we became a stable organization.
1: Yeah, because I know now the Black Student Union is a huge organization on campus. And yes. even you guys struggled and you know got back on track. So that's awesome so lastly what is your self-care tip for organization presidents
4: um my self-care tip would be learn how to delegate tasks and don't try to do everything by yourself um you are only one person and although you may be amazing and maybe a superhero (laughs) you will become tired or even exhausted by trying to do everything yourself um like someone told me before I became, you know, president everything, running a student organization is like a business and you are the CEO. You have others to help you run it and let them help you. Let them assist you.
1: That's awesome. Well, thank you, Michaela, for taking time out to answer these questions. And I know they've been very helpful for others. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you all so much for joining us as we got these amazing tips from some pretty awesome leaders on campus that we can now apply to our lives. Join us next time. And until then, keep an eye out on our Instagram at southeasternose for a chance to submit your own questions for us to answer. Until then, we hope you have a fantastic leadership experience and we can't wait to see you back here at the Lions Leadership Lounge.